Welcome to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Edgar Soto, alongside Henry Cruz. What's up, Henry? What's going on, bro? Not much, not much. We're getting uh, done with another hectic week. Shit, this is, it's been insane. This has <laughs> been wrestling, 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 wrestling. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I could, but <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, we have a lot to go, you know. Uh, in just uh, a little bit over an hour, we have the, the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, tomorrow, we have NXT. Wednesday, we have AEW. Thursday, Impact. It, it feels like every day is just wrestling, man. Yeah. And what a, what a way, what a what a time to be a wrestling fan. Um, all right. So, WrestleMania season, no more. That's it. Dunzo. Yeah. Now we're beginning a new chapter. Uh, let, let's start with uh, night two. I mean, we we recapped night one, in which you can find uh, in our previous episode, pre, uh, episode eighteen of twenty twenty three. Uh, so we'll break down episode, uh, WrestleMania night two. Yeah, Lesnar versus Omos. So we saw Brock Lesnar defeat Omos, in which I thought was a pretty. I'm not going to say decent match, but it was better than what I expected. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a, what it was supposed to be an eight minutes match. I think their match went perfectly uh, timed on where it was supposed to go. Yeah, I believe. I don't think they went over their allocated time, if I'm not mistaken. I know they said a couple matches on the card went over and under. Um, it served its purpose. I did say Brock looked purple in that match because he looked like he was just using every ounce of his strength to uh, get almost over his shoulders. But it served its purpose. It did what it did, and it made almost look like he was improving. So served its purpose. Yeah, no, I, I like the fact that, you know, uh, the fact that Lesnar, not a lot of people talk about this, but he is a really good seller. And the fact that, um, you know, almost got as much offense as he did towards Lesnar, that was pretty good. Um, but again, I, I told you, uh, you know, numerous times, back-to-back episodes, the one thing that I was actually looking for was for Lesnar to actually pick him up and F5 him, which it happened um where do you see like lesnar like where do you see lesnar where do you see almost like what do you think happens next with with both individuals um i think lesnar is probably going on another uh, hiatus for a while i know he's teased retirement because people were saying that he said that he was saying goodbyes backstage i don't see it especially now since you know uh we all know the breaking news that wwe uh, has combined with endeavor Right. And they're going to form one super company, which is valued of $21 billion. So apparently Vince is going to stay in charge. Uh, we already knew Vince had to stay in creative, unfortunately. But let's not get into that. That's uh, another day, another time. Um, but almost, we know that probably since Vince is still there, he's going to push him to the moon, unfortunately. So, I mean, who he feuds with, I have no idea. He's done Braun Strowman. Um Maybe Dabo Kato, whatever his name is, and from uh, NXT, possibility, another big guy. Uh, anybody from Indusure. I, I I don't know if they're going to put anybody little with yeah. almost just because the credibility. If you have talking about the main roster, um, you got people like, uh, trying to think who, 
Otis, body-wise, Bronson Reed could match up to him in strength. That's the only people I could really realistically think of. Yeah. I mean, almost it's a hard one. Brock Lesnar, you could put him with anybody. That's um, I mean. uh, To me, you know, Brock Lesnar, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a cloudy future, um, you know, because – like you just said, he always goes uh, through these, you know, times where he goes in a hiatus and we don't know when hell return. Who knows? Hell might be back, you know, maybe SummerSlam season uh, and take, you know, this as a break with almost it's like it's hard to predict because there's not really much out there for him because, you know, uh, of his raw uh, skill set. I feel raw. like he's just best as an enforcer. Um, you know, if the rumors are true, you know, if they do reform the her business, he could be just that the enforcer. Um, kind of like what, what solo is right now, except for you know, solo can actually, you know, uh wrestle, but you know, be the muscle of the group. Um, mm-hmm. but in terms of like opponents or for title reign, you know, or a title run, I don't see that um with almost just yet. So right. um yeah, but overall, uh, not not a bad match. Uh, it wasn't all great. It wasn't that terrible either. Um, but I would say it was better than what I expected. Exactly. Uh, we move on to uh, Ronda Rousey and Baszler defeating Shotzi and Natalia, Morgan and Rodriguez and Deville and, and uh, Green. Such a sloppy match. Had some funny spots in there, but such a sloppily done match. Um, like I said, uh, Rousey and Bazer, Baszler didn't need the win, but obviously they're going to push them to the moon, even though Rousey was very, very limited in the ring and what she did during that whole match. I know yeah, she's injured, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think it was the wrong decision to give somebody who was injured the win, but that's just my honest opinion. Um, I know they're trying to push them, uh, you know, basically to the top of the division, but you could push them to the top of the division by not risking further injury and also not having them take the pinfall. So obviously DeVille and Green are not really a tag team, so I could have saw one of them probably take the pin in the match because it would have not hurt their credibility. Uh, Obviously Shotzi and Natalia are a new team. I don't know how that's going to work either. That's probably just a, oops, I just put a team together. Uh, Morgan and Rodriguez was an interesting team. That might be a team that's in the long term that could work. I thought they should have got the win. Like I said, I was very, very disappointed with a lot of the booking decisions because we already have established teams already. I think you need to establish more teams. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't have Rosie and Baszler be the top of the division, but you need more teams to give them competition. It's not going to just be them dominating anybody because then that's just going to go nowhere. Right. I look at a team like uh, the, uh, the Ascension, who used to be in NXT, as a team that dominated everybody, and look what happened to them when they came to the main roster. What happened? Nothing. Yeah, no, they got I, they got squashed by a bunch of Hall of Famers. Yeah, no, I, I look at you know, and I think the majority of us picked uh, Rousey and and Baszler. If you look at the four teams, right, the only team you know established team is Rousey and Baszler. The all the other three teams were kind of put together last minute. Mm-hmm. Which you know, again, that's that's WWE's history with putting teams last minute, and it's right. like you need some sort of like history. You know, Rousey and and Baszler, they have history. They're 
you know, two members uh, well, yeah, of I mean, four horsewomen. Yep. Exactly. My thing so, is, you know, like you said, like they're established team. But to counter that, WWE is about building stars. And if they're saying that they're trying to give pushes to certain people, put giving somebody the gigantic rub on WrestleMania will do wonders for their career. I thought, like I said, and I'll say this again, night two was nothing compared to night one. And I think a good majority of the fans, including you probably and probably be agree that night two wasn't as good as night one. Yeah, I mean you can you can definitely make the argument there whether night one, night two. Um personally I'm on the same boat as you. I think night one was far better uh than night two, and not just because of the whole night two main event. No, it's not that is it, the quality of matches throughout both cards. If you stack them up together. I think night one dominates night two. Um, but moving on, uh, yeah, uh, you know, with this match, it, it, it just didn't, you know, do much for me. No. Um, you know, I thought, yes, the right team won. But then again, we barely saw anything from them. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to make the, the team win, you got to make them compete and earn it. It's not... Oh, we're just gonna just throw them in there and have them do a finishing move or one thing, and that's it. Because then that that just that makes it again. That goes back to what I've been preaching: predictable booking, and that makes the product look stale and bad. It is what we dealt with with Vince running creator: predictable booking. Yeah. And I, I don't want predictable booking. I think the fans at this point in tenure are tired of predictable booking, and that's one. This is one match that was predictable. Yeah. Uh, we move on to. A banger of a match, the IC Championship title match, uh, in which we saw Gunther remain IC champion, defeating McIntyre and Sheamus. Hockey talk, man, he's coming for your record. Yeah, he ain't gonna be the longest reigning champion no more. No, nah, no. Nah. Um, what what Gunther has done with the IC Championship has been incredible. It's yeah. just simply incredible, um, and he. Uh, deserves a lot of credit for reestablishing uh, the value within the IC title. We got a preview um, of a Dana White show yesterday on uh, <laughs> on that on that match. <laughs> nah, it, it, it was just yo, know, all three guys. Yeah, all three was, guys. It, it was first of all, it was a chop fest. Yes, chop fest <laughs> three thousand. And I call um, it slap fest just because of the amount of oh my god, it's just insane. Right, right, and then all you know with uh Seamus with his uh bro kick with McIntyre's with his claymore, like, and then you know, uh, Gunther at you know, in the closing minutes coming out of nowhere, he legit came out of nowhere, uh, landed on uh, both of his opponents, um, you know, power bombing both of them, picking up the victory, and this is what you want from a champion, like, the way they. The way they've been booking Gunther ever since he got called up has been simply incredible. And it wasn't predictable. This this is one match that wasn't predictable because they everybody thought, yeah, everybody yeah. thought Sheamus was going to win because they kept talking about oh him needing that title to be a Grand Slam, right? And or then McIntyre, Mac- yeah, with yeah Sheamus with a Grand Slam, McIntyre with uh you know kind of doing him right because of and all the of COVID. Too. And the contract issues, right? And then Gunther, who you know, trying to surpass that IC, it could have gone either way. Um, 
But I, I'm so glad, you know, we this was absolutely a classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, hopefully we get to see a rematch. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing these guys, you know, uh, kill each other again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh, we have the Raw Women's uh, Championship match in which we saw Bianca Belair uh, defeat Asuka. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about the fact that Asuka now is 0-5 at WrestleMania? I found that, like I said, all the women championship builds and matches were dull. Just beat the build-up. Um, this match in particular, again, another example of predictable booking. Yes, Bianca is one of the best women's wrestlers. But I found that you built up Asuka to make her lose. Like, the logic in that is you give her her moment. Like, SummerSlam is not a WrestleMania moment. Like, I get that SummerSlam is a big pay-per-view, but there's nothing like a WrestleMania moment. And they've done her dirty, what, five times in a row? Now she has five losses. Yeah, all in five. They reestablished her character which, you know, was a great take and a fresh take on it. And then they managed to basically shit on the bed. I know B disagreed with me highly and says this and that, but they shit the bed with a lot of characters. I'm just going to be honest with you because of just the booking. Like, like again, predictable booking. Like, why would you, why would you make somebody that you build up to lose? I don't know. I just see it as, as, you know, Bianca, Say which one about Bianca? Bianca's their female Cena. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, that's um, what I'm, yeah, that, of course. But like, and then again. and I'm and I'm with you. Some a person like Oscar, with the whole character change and the way she was, uh, you know, brought back and being built, you know, to be a, a dominant force, you know, to counter Bianca, and you know, to lose like that, it, it does bring questions. Um, and people will say, oh yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt the character. It won't hurt the hype. Yeah, it does. No, but, but to be honest with you, I feel like this is a good thing, right? Because I feel like with Asuka's character, it can become that much darker. Now, with this loss... But that depends I pers- if they go that route, though. If they and I feel like they will. I feel like she'll become that much more dangerous. Because I feel like when she made the character change, um, I was like, all right, I, I need to see... An aggressive, like a more aggressive side of Oscar, like a like a more dangerous, like you know, and we saw a glimpse of it, but I feel like yeah. now with this loss at WrestleMania and plus what she tweeted out, I feel like all right, we're gonna get a much more dangerous Oscar on the way. We could, yeah, yeah we could. and and the match itself, it delivered. Simply, I'm gonna put it simply as that it delivered. Um, we know uh, how great uh, of an athlete um, Belair is, and you know how um, masterful Oscar uh, could be in the wrestling ring. I knew uh, as soon as Oscar missed with the, you know, with the mist, I knew it was it was over. I was like, oh, she missed. I was like, yeah, it's it, it's Bianca's uh, uh, yeah. W here. Yeah, we. I mean, realistically, we knew that. I wasn't trying to, you know, not trying to say it was a bad match, but again, like I don't like predictable booking, and I felt like that was too predictable for me, to my liking. I understand, understand. Then we had a surprising twist in which (laughs) we saw the returning Shane McMahon 
versus the Miz. So the runny the runny joke is uh Shane literally had the biggest pop of the night. <laughs> he I he, he really I'm not I'm, I'm not saying about that kind of pop. I'm saying about he blew his his <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I was laughing at all the jokes about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I hope he gets like, better though. That was yeah, pretty no, that was pretty yeah, gruesome, he, I'm not gonna lie. For, for those who don't know, he uh you know confirmed by Triple H. Um he tore his uh, quad. He destroyed his quad. That yeah, and as soon as he, you know, uh, landed, we knew something was off. Uh, you know, at, at the way he just grabbed his quad and and whatnot, and I was just like, "Well, is this part of the match?" Like, shout out, shout uh, out to Snoop Dogg for uh, improvising and landing yeah, a, ter- a yeah. terrible punch and a terrible elbow, but still funny as hell. Yeah, no, listen, like, uh, when when you heard, you know, uh, Shane, everybody got excited. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then when I saw the injury, I was like, well, is, is this part of what's happening right now? Like, are did, they going to uh, bring a replacement? Did you see and- Miz pissed off at the Snoop Dogg? <laughs> <laughs> he was yelling at him when he was pinning him. He was like, he's like, that hurt. <laughs> And it ended up being Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Snoop Dogg, uh, like you just mentioned, deserves a lot of credit. It deserves a lot, a lot of credit. Um, yeah, going down on the fly, man. I, I give him a lot of props. Yeah, for just improvising right then and there, you know, landing a couple of shots. He didn't have and anything. The, nah. And the referee the just said, Snoop, just land, just, just land the elbow. <laughs> no, and he does a people's elbow. Um. And you know what? Like, it was hilarious. The lucky, the lucky fan that caught his shades. You know that costs a lot. So, oh, uh, kudos to whoever caught um, his shades. But that that was just funny. How much you think that's going for? Yeah. Um. My question is: before we move on, and, and this is you know been a question that a lot of people you know had throughout the show and even after the show. The whole Shane McMahon versus The Miz, the whole Snoop Dogg versus The Miz, we already had a Miz match, a, quote unquote, a Miz match yesterday, right? Yeah. Against Pat McAfee. You're telling me they couldn't have a Bobby Lashley match, a, a LA Knight match? You know, it just, that, they did both of them criminal. Because well, Bobby Lashley. Lashley was uh, liking tweets about that. So, I mean. Yeah. Bobby Lashley appeared uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, showcasing the Andre the Giant trophy for, two, for like two seconds and did it. Yeah, and then I got excited because I was like, "All right, he's going to be challenged by somebody." And then why have him hype up a match if it's not going to be done? You know, they had like you know, um, there was a backstage interview. I think it was an exclusive interview, and then he was like uh, issuing an open challenge, and nothing happened. Like that's where I'm like, I, I was, I was mad. I was, I was baffled. Like, I was baffled. By that, because that was like, like I don't know if whoever they had for the match couldn't show up or something, but it was a huge letdown. Again, it was just that was shitty booking. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna call it what it was. Yeah, shitty booking. You have two people that were over. One because fans want to see who would open come to the challenge was it Bray Wyatt, was it Chris Masters, was it Bronson Reed, any of the rumored names, and right. LA, LA Knight, another guy that's extremely over. LA in LA, you're not gonna have LA night. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I just and I not did, only I that, that. Not only that, you know, you saw the reception he had on on Friday night SmackDown uh, yeah. during the Royal Rumble. Like everybody wanted him to win. 
you know? And not even, all right, fine, you're not going to have him for a match, but you're telling me you couldn't have him for at least a promo? Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, it just didn't make any sense. Um, I thought that was a a lost opportunity right there for both guys, for LA Knight and Bobby Lashley. Oh, I agree. Um, So I don't know if they're saving it for something bigger, but again, I, in my opinion, that was just a missed opportunity there. No, that was a big um, opportunity. We it move was, on. It was illogical. It wasn't. Yeah. That's the best oh. way to put it. It made no sense. <laughs> yeah, none at all. Uh, we move on to the Hell in a Cell match in which we saw uh, Brood Edge defeat the demon uh, Finn Balor, the demon making his return. Um, to be <laughs> honest with you, I, I feel like this match felt short. It was, it was I, solid. Edge it was did solid. not need the win. I like again, they just brought back Demon Fowler, Demon Balor to fucking have him lose. I'm like, why? Why would you bring him back to lose? Yeah. It makes no sense. You're trying to have the mystique of a character and you have him come back to lose? Like, what? Yeah. Who booked that? Who booked that match, Vince? I, uh, I, no. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. <laughs> no, no. I mean, listen. Um, l- uh, let me take some positives of this. It was a good match, but like again, the fact that the the Hell in a Cell structure is now silver again. Thank God. That's a plus. I fucking hate it. Uh, but but what do you do? You add red and purple weapons, like a red steel chair. You know, a purple. What was it? A kendo stick. Um. So, all right, cool, whatever. Shout out um, to WWE for the deep fake of Gangrel. Yeah, you <laughs> right. Um, you got to give. Uh, I think you got to give Edge a lot of credit because he also had to improvise. That mass was fired though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was the entrance was, but but improvising the fact that you know when Edge threw the ladder at Balor, and I don't know if you saw the pictures. Of oh the yeah, it's gash. it's a gash. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that was a huge gash. Oh and, god. You know, while uh, medical personnel were checking on him and actually stapling him, um, Edge, you know, quick thinking in order to, you know, waste a little bit of time, you know, went under the ring and started taking out weapons um, one by one. So I thought that was a a good time to, you know, uh, fill in the match. But I felt like this match could have been even better if that injury didn't happen. Maybe that took some time off the match. Um, because a match of that magnitude, you know, the last match, the last encounter between both superstars, and it is in a hell in a cell. Um, I just thought it just felt flat. It did, in my opinion. It did, and you killed off the demon character once and for all. So yeah, there's no, I, there's no point in bringing that character back. I'm sorry. You make I, him, I you make know. him lose. That's two big losses in a row. Now he lost as a face, and he lost as a heel. Where do you go from here with that? I, I really don't know where you go on from from that. I, I I'm trying to think, um, because the demon the demon character the demon persona is very popular, so right. I, I'm just trying to th- see how you can bring him back. And then that's two really tough losses, you know, one to Roman Reigns where the, the, the ropes magically just snapped, and then now you lose to Edge, in which we don't we don't talk about the rope snaps though. <laughs> we're gonna skip that. That's but, like the Harry um, Potter Voldemort thing. We nah, we good. Yeah, but the fact that you know 
listen, uh, give Balor a lot of credit trying to finish that match with that gash. Because, you know, it, again, if you haven't looked at it, look, it's all over social media. It was pretty bad. If you have a weak stomach, I suggest you don't look at it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really, really, really bad. And, you know, um, credit to, you know, WWE uh, medical personnel for, you know, quick thinking and, and trying to check them up and stop the bleeding. Um, so it, it is what it is. Uh, injuries does, you know, do happen. Um, but overall, again, not the match was okay. You know, yeah. it, it was good. We thought this match was going to be one of the better matches than it wanted to be. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, then we move on to the main event. <sighs> to the main event in which I was left speechless. I I was not. I was, I, I'm trying to think why. I was legit would, mad. I, I, see, I was mad, but then I'm, I'm trying to understand what route they can go to. Um, My well, thing is, I, like you said, like I was saying, thing I'm over it, but they just, for me, they tarnished a thousand days because now you know they want him to hit a thousand days, so it makes it takes away the credibility and the allure of it because number one, Solo was involved, so yeah. we already knew, but you know they had him involved and you know it ruined that that part. I didn't really like that part too much, and. The other part, I thought Roman should have won clean that match, but get whatever that happened. My thing is, they've been pushing this thousand days, thousand days nonsense. Now, a lot of Twitter rumors are going around. Is he might go? They might have him go for Bruno's record, which is over two thousand something days. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're talking about seven years. Seven years. Yeah, no, I I highly doubt that's gonna happen. But like, uh, I don't think it should go to a thousand days. They they tarnished that already. That's yeah, done. Well, you know what? It, it, it's it gonna go, it, but it's it's already tarnished. It, it is what it is. It, it's gonna the a thousand days. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Of um. I just thought like, all right, why would they do this? Like, why would they build up Cody? They've been building up this match for just about a year. Another you know what? Another you know predictable what? building. They've been building it ever since Cody walked through those doors. And even though at that time he was feuding with Seth, a lot of us thought, you know what? That's the guy who's going to defeat Roman at WrestleMania. Um, you know, there was a lot of chatter and rumors at the time. Oh, it's going to be Rock, 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 Rock. But no, like, you know, a vast majority of the people thought it's going to be Cody. Thanks, um, Liz. Yeah, and no, I, I don't think Vince had nothing to do with this. I just feel like no, I think this... he did because he he said according to that interview with Endeavor, he has a say in the higher up building when it comes to championships and champions and how to book the higher card. Triple H is more of the mid card and lower card, so definitely Vince had definitely had a say in that. They say that this was decided weeks ago, but like you said, you. Again, you kill any momentum they have. Cody's going to be over because he's Cody Rhodes. Right. His song is catchy as shit, but the woe at the no, stadium just, was the same. I, I just think there's there's something behind because, all right, you know, you thought, like myself, I thought, you know what, this is this is the end of it. You know what? This is the end of it. Um, and possibly maybe like the beginning of the end for the right. bloodline. But then you watch the media scrum, and it, it 
when they were asked, Roman said, oh, regarding like the storyline, he said, oh, we're just in the third inning. So that means there is a ton of ton of planning. And what Triple H also said, you know, there there are plans, right? Um, but I just thought, damn, man, it's it's WrestleMania. It's a missed opportunity. Like the way he went to that SummerSlam, it's no it makes no sense. It's it's not a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I mean, listen, that might be the match. To be honest with you, they might wait till SummerSlam and then revisit Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Remember, will he be over this, a thousand days this, at that point? This, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Remember this. Uh, uh, I guess you could say this storyline. This no, I'm sorry. This championship run started at SummerSlam. Depends. Might what as, if they, what might, if they as well, the title? might as well just finish it at SummerSlam. Stripping the title? No, nah, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. And to be honest with you, somebody was saying that might happen today. That uh, I, I just, I just don't know how you're going to split the titles at this point. Because Solo I really keeps don't. interfering in matches. They say that. Adam Pierce got tired of all the antics of the bloodline and he takes away one of the titles from Roman and lets him keep one. I, so, so. I, I, I really don't know. All I know is that um, you know, we just have to see what happens tonight at you know on uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, but what man, what a missed opportunity. And when the three fall, you know, went down, it legit sucked the energy out of that stadium. I guess it all was, the TikTok videos are right. All yeah, the TikTok videos are right. I was I you know, the first thing I said I I even tweeted I was like uh the fuck they didn't <laughs> that's exactly what I said <laughs> I was just like I was in shocked I was in I was legit shocked for like a good 10 minutes I felt like I felt like doing the what speed did in his videos where he he starts dancing and he just yeah. destroyed <laughs> so and, and my thing is it's like you know if if it's not Cody Rhodes then who like ooh, there's like, nobody else like who you give it to that, Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins is, Seth Rollins deserves it but he's predictable and not only that bro like you had a missed opportunity with Sami Zayn you didn't pull the trigger who they didn't want because they yeah, said exactly, he's not, he's exactly. Not, you didn't pull remarkable. the trigger and you don't pull the trigger on Cody Rhodes like I, I really don't know but who I think one thing, on? one thing that caught my attention though I will say there is a photo where that was taken where you see Roman Reigns posing with the belts and Cody Rhodes sitting, uh, you know, in defeat in the ring. It really reminds me of John Cena and The Rock. When The Rock won the first time, we saw that, like, defeated look from John Cena in yeah. the ramp. And it's giving me those same vibes where I think, okay, they're probably going to run it back at SummerSlam, or dare I say, they're probably going to run it back next year at Mania. Unless we get the other few that everybody's you know, been dying to get. Because I feel like that's that that might be the play. Like, a, a, a long year of redemption. And what you can do with Cody Rhodes, if Randy Orton returns, have Randy Orton turn on Cody. And you can feud there, or you know, for the first couple of months, have him feud against Solo. I don't think Orton. I'm gonna say this. I know it sounds crazy, but I loved Orton's face run this time around. I think that it explored Dessa his character that Orton didn't know he had, and I would like to see that explored further. So I think he should still come back as face, but obviously, I know Orton loves being a heel, so yeah. I support either way. But I did like him as a face because it was a. It was a fresh take on his character. Oh yeah, no, no, of course, 
Of course. And it was the first time we but could say that. You, I'll tell you this. Let's just say if, you know, moving on, you know, to, to Monday Night Raw, let's say if he returns. Yes, he's going to return as a face. I give it less. I'm trying to be bold and be like less than 10 months, less than a year that he turns heel again. And He'll either and then either he betrays Cody or he betrays another returning superstar, Riddle. Bro, you know what I was just thinking? That you said he goes, What if hear me out? Um, you said they do a year-long build for Cody. Let's say they go that route. Okay. Right? Let's say Orange heel a face the whole time. What if they're friends and he's excited for him? And they do an evolution type turn where they're celebrating the ring. And Orton drops him, like sort it of. It could like, happen. I like mean, Batista, listen, like Batista did. Remember when they went, like they he did the thumbs down, and it was over for him. What if Orton does something similar to? Yeah, I Rose? mean, listen, and and that's the thing—they have history, you know, with right. legacy. Right. So, um, my thing is, I I can picture a scenario, um, tonight where Cody challenges like the Usos or and Solo, like in a six-man tag, and they're like, oh well. You know, you got to get yourself two partners, and who knows? It could be Kevin Owens and Sam and Sami Zayn, or it could be you know a returning RK Bro. I think it's gonna be probably RK Bro because I think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are actually defending the titles against the Street Profits. Oh, okay. Which so, I think, I mean, which I think is the first key to separating the titles by brand. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, they need to do that. I, I'm just curious to see what route they go. Um, I think they're again, honestly, I think they're gonna make a new title. What they're gonna do is. They're going to tell Roman, you're the undisputed whatever champ. And they're going to leave that and they're going to make a new title for Raw. I Listen, all I know is I, I'm excited. Uh, I heard there's a design already for the yeah, championship. Yeah, right. I, I'm excited to see what happens tonight on Raw. Listen, usually the, the Raw uh, after WrestleMania is one of the hottest episodes throughout the year. Has it been um, Has it been really good the last couple of years? I'm trying to think. Has, like, I mean, I know there's there was... been so... There's been surprises. Like I feel like we're gonna be in store for a return or a debut, or even we're gonna get at least. We usually get one or two NXT debuts, one male, one female. So I can see one or two, two wrestlers who the hot two of the wrestlers I think, and I'm pretty sure you might agree with me, will probably be Roxanne Perez and Braun Breaker. Yeah, I feel like Roxanne Perez is a perfect fit on the SmackDown. Uh, brand and Braun Breaker would be a perfect fit on the Raw brand. I can see those two debuting possibly today. For returns, we have Riddle, we have Randy Orton, right? I think everybody's pretty much set in those two. Um, another name that nobody's really tossing out there is you never know Bray Wyatt might make an appearance. Right. I mean, listen, and then and you you have other free agents and debuts. Are, yep. I'm just teasing. You know, yep. you have Matt Cardona. You have. Uh, you know, I know this might be a long shot, but Switchblade, um, you know, uh, maybe uh, AJ Styles returning from injury. That could be another one, yep. Yeah, so you have all these names that could so, possibly so you could have. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, so, I think Jay White is a long shot, but it would be a great addition um, to the roster. Uh, Matt Cardona would be interesting, too, because he was extremely over with WWE. Hey, you never know. Fuck it. We might get both of them. You never know. Exactly, you know, or it could be, something, who, it could be a complete who, swerve. Hey, we, who know. Knows? we might get AJ Styles and Switchblade at the same time and reform the club. So, who, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm just throwing an idea out there. 
you know. Um, yep. But uh, what's what's your uh, biggest prediction for tonight? Biggest if prediction. Say, if, if you think, you know, if you had to pick one thing that for sure, for sure you think is, is going down tonight, what would it be? Uh, the tag title is finally getting split by brand. Okay. Because it going... makes it makes logical sense just because the night after two nights after they win, they're defended against the Street Profits who won the tag team uh showcase. Okay. So I think tag team titles getting finally split between Raw and SmackDown. I I'm going with either Riddle or Orton come back. One of the members of RK Bro comes back tonight. I say both of them. Yeah. Who know? But uh that great will... addition to the tag team division. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and that's kind of like what you need. Uh, you need to spice up the tag division, and and you need to split the titles as quickly as possible. Because today, you know, if they're hearing us today, between me and Soto, I know we're we're you know we're a little podcast in the sea, but if they can hear us today, is the day you could actually split the titles up, pull the trigger, do it. I I think all right. To be honest with you, I feel like it's too soon. Too soon because be. because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens just won it, so I feel like what you need to do if I'm Triple H is actually announce a draft. Unless this right? announcement is going to be a we, draft we, or that, yeah, announce a draft. Um, and that's where you can start plotting the split of titles, whether it's with Roman or Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But we've never had a brand split under Triple H. We've had it under Vince, and that's only lasted like a month or two because then you just saw superstars cross over. We need to come back to a time where, um, you know, the ruthless aggression era where you're strictly on SmackDown, you're strictly on Raw, and then you can interact with each other on a pay-per-view like Survivor Series, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, uh, stuff like that. I feel like the only people that can switch brands are the WWE women's tag team. And I feel you know? that, like you said, I agree with you. And if they do that, I think that they should keep it that they stay on their brands. But I also, I think they should not go back to raw pay-per-view, SmackDown pay-per-view, none of that nonsense. I think it just needs to be dual branded pay-per-views. And please, for the love of God, do not start charging $60 for pay-per-views. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, you know, Sunset Flip brings you the latest news, rumors, and results around the pro wrestling community. So um, you can follow us on all social media platforms. We're on YouTube um, under Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. Facebook under Sunset Flip uh, Wrestling Podcast. On uh, Instagram under sfw.podcast. Uh, Twitter under Flip Wrestling. And TikTok under Sunset Flip Wrestling. Um if you go to one of those social media platforms, you can also see our uh, our link tree in which it's on TikTok right now. Yeah, and and tw- I believe it is on my Twitter and soon to be on the Twitter of uh, our Sunset Flip uh, podcast on Twitter as well. Yes, uh, you can listen to us on uh, Anchor, uh, uh, Google Podcast, um, Apple Podcast. Any any of them? Am I missing? We're, we're we're everywhere. Just just <laughs> yeah, that's the best way. But we're everywhere. You know, all you need to do is just write Sunset Flip Radio Podcast, uh, Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast on Google, and everything just pops up. Yeah, that's the best way to do <laughs> everything. it. Um, yeah, if, if you want to just listen to us, yeah, you can just do that. Um, if you want to catch us, uh, you know, on video, 
or, or the live uh, version, you can catch us on YouTube. Um, and yeah, man, that, that's what we do. This is what we do. We just talk wrestling, trying to give us our reactions, news, rumors, results. Um, and yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm super stoked and interested to see what happens uh, tonight at Monday Night Raw. Everybody tune into Raw tonight. Yeah, and then um, we'll we'll be coming up. Uh, our next episode should be um, most likely on Saturday, um, and we'll cover you know wrestling, all the wrestling news uh, this week. So, um, yeah, man. Any uh, any last words? Watch Monday Night Raw it's in about less than forty five minutes. <laughs> in, in just about 45 minutes <laughs> yeah, um, it's gonna be but, good tune in. but yeah for those who tuned in uh we thank you um and yeah man uh have a good one bro you too man